morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 8th of November and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. If you're listening on a podcast you can always head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can sign up there for a free 14-day trial. All right, well, more records falling in the US on Friday night seems a, a, a pretty much a regular occurrence at the moment as the market continues to grind higher. Not only that, of course, we have the news that Joe Biden's administration has finally passed some sort of uh, stimulus package, somewhat smaller than maybe some were going for, but still trillion dollars, not to be uh, sneezed at at all. The Dow Jones up 204 points or 0.56%, 36,328. NASDAQ up 31 points, 0.2%. So a little bit of underperformance there in the tech stocks, 15,972 should be this week that we go through 16,000. Extraordinary, really. The S&P 500, 46.98, up 17 points, or 0.37% in the middle for diddle, as is its want. And interestingly as well, on Friday, we did see a bit of a pickup for the VIX index. So a few people taking out some protection through options pricing. And we have seen a bit of a surge in options buying uh, in the US, especially call options over Tesla, which has had a meteoric rise. Uh, I think it's up 50% in the last month or so. So pretty impressive performance from Tesla and a lot of retail money buying into the US option market at the moment. Fix index up 6.74%, 16.48. So once again, we're seeing that sort of 15.5, 16 level being defended quite well on that VIX index. SPY futures showing a 22-point gain or 0.30%, 74.59. So that bodes well for our market today. And we did see, of course, the oil price bounce. We had OPEC Plus last week and uh, Joe Biden's administration asking OPEC to increase supply to keep prices down as the US consumer is facing higher gasoline prices. And as a result, not that happy with Joe Biden. But there is always winners and losers from any transition from carbon fuels to EVs. So at the moment, it seems the oil price has been the winner there, but the consumer has been the loser. Brent crude up 2.73%, $2.20 to $82.74. And WTI up 3.12%, $2.46 to $81.27. Interestingly as well, gold had a big boost on Friday night, going through 1800 Sure, it won't last for very long, but it was up $23.30 or 1.3%. 1816.73 for the gold price. Iron ore, though, not faring quite so well. That took a little bit of a tumble on Friday's trade, down nearly 7%, $6.95 to $92.75. Other commodities, we saw copper up 0.3, nickel up 0.8, aluminium down one a tenth of a percent, zinc down 0.4, lead down 0.6, and tin up 0.3. Sorry, lead was actually up 0.6. In terms of mining stocks in overseas, we had Freeport McMoran up 0.1, Alcoa had a good rise up 3.2%, Anglo down 0.9, Tech up half a percent, and Glencore down 0.2. 
Vale down 1.5% there. Aussie dollar 73.93 this morning, so just under 74 cents. Here you can see the S&P 500, bit of a swoon, bit of a, a top early on, bit of a swoon as uh, things got a little bit uh, book squarey heading into the weekend and then a bit of a recovery towards the end. But we did have those uh, US jobs numbers on Friday, which was the big driver. Uh, that was certainly a very, very good number and above expectations. And that was, of course, the big event of Friday showing the market is well, the economy at least is bouncing back. Also getting that uh, $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill, which is focused on roads, bridges and waterways that features $550 billion in new spending. Expected to have a small positive impact on growth. Robust consumer balance sheets partly underpinned by stimulus, helping to drive demand frenzy. Also over the weekend, we had China export numbers up very strong, up 27.1% in October down from a 28.1% gain in September, but it was better than expected, and their trade surplus hit a record high. So all those tariffs that uh, the world has been putting on China seem to have made absolutely no difference at all to their trade surplus. Record high there. And foreign exchange reserves hit $3.22 trillion at the end of October, first monthly increase since July. And a new study shows a dollar of cash from outside stock markets that is invested in equities will cause combined market cap of all stocks to rise by $5. China struggling with its zero COVID policy as new cases spread and Saudi Arabia's large and expected price increase, another signal it plans to stick with strategy of gradual tapering production cuts and resisting US calls to pump more. What's on the agenda today? Well, that non-farm payrolls very much dominated the economic agenda on Friday for the U.S. markets. 531,000 last month. So that was a big, big number. They were going for 450,000. So it was a good beat there showing the U.S. economy is bouncing back. And of course, we've seen that through U.S. corporate earnings as well. So everything in the garden looks relatively rosy at the moment. Uh, U.S. consumer prices this week. So that's another piece in the jigsaw that the Federal Reserve will be watching closely for that transitory inflation, which seems to be going on a lot longer than most expected. In the overseas markets, BHP up half percent, Rio down 0.4. On the tech stocks, we had Tesla down 0.6, Apple up 0.4, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 1.7%, Netflix down 3.4%, and it's hip to be square down 4.1%. So that weighed on Friday on Afterpay's result. And gaming content platform Mod.io has scored a bunch of money from Tencent and Lego, their venture capital arm. And CBA is also funding the AI platform called H2O.ai, which is a hotshot Californian Silicon Valley AI company. Looks like Sydney Airport has agreed to a bid from IFM. At $8.75, we did uh, say that was probably coming, and the market has been saying that's coming for some time. So a little bit of upside to come today for Sydney as that news drops and is confirmed. AMP get rating gets lowered from bar two to bar three by Moody's. It's a bit of a lamb rating there. And SDR, this much-anticipated IPO, SiteMinder, uh, Baylor BTI has a big shareholding in SiteMinder. SDR opens today at 11am. We did do a piece 
in the newsletter on SiteMinder, but I expect it will go pretty well today. Blackstone walks away from having a tilt at the Crown, and uh, looks like they have fallen out of the running to take over Crown Resorts. And Hungry Jacks are putting in tritium fast-charging EV stations from a company called EV Networks. Good name. Uh, This is going to be interesting. They've only got around 55 charging stations so far, but uh, they are rolling out a lot more. I think Hungry Jacks are around 450 outlets in Australia. And Vulcan, back in the AFR today on research reports, being paid for by the company. There was a slew on uh, over the last couple of days last week of uh, Canaccord and another uh, research outfit putting out positive spins on Vulcan Energy, which was attacked by J Capital. Now, of course, uh, these this is a, a pretty common industry practice for small companies to somewhat sponsor uh, research from uh, research houses, either in the way of the fees that they generate from capital raisings, etc., and corporate advisory, or just by straight-out sponsorship. Uh, the ASX itself does run a broker sponsorship agreement where they get uh, brokers research to actually uh, look at small caps, uh, but the ASX pays for that. Uh, it's part of their program to develop the broad range of research on, on smaller stocks. Uh, the Australian newspaper says today that Fortescue would need to find $195 billion to make good on Twiggy's promises to change the world. So that's an interesting one. And looming UK issues for Link Admin, which is under siege at the moment, under a takeover, has scared off some of the other suitors for the company, the FCA, which is the Financial uh, Conduct Authority in the UK, is investigating one part of Link Administration's business there, Woodford Investments, which, if they close down the UK completely, could be worth uh, around 30 to 40 cents knocked off the share price. Question of the day today, do you think that research paid for by a company is unbiased and worthwhile following? Or is it just spruiking? Uh, Interesting question. Of course, the ASX does run their broker research scheme, which is somewhat impartial and unbiased. But a lot of companies, a lot of smaller cap companies, do actually sponsor brokers and analysts to follow them and pay for them to uh, do the research on them, which is fine. And they do declare it, but the declarations are usually in very small print down the bottom of the research report. Usually consists of we get paid fees for any capital raising or corporate advisory, or they may even hold shares directly in the company they're analysing and putting a buy on, potentially. So, interesting question. Do you think that research paid for by a company is unbiased and worthwhile following? (coughs) That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. As you probably know already, our podcasts have been split into four. So you can sign up for the Marcus Today Strategy Podcast, which is one stream on the desk podcast with the guys from the Melbourne office talking about uh, what's happening in the market, investment themes, anything financial, and myself doing the On The Couch podcast, which focuses on fund managers and CEOs of companies that I find interesting and trying to create some interesting content for you guys. And if you are listening on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus today, well, why not? What have you got to lose? You can sign up for a free 14-day trial. Christmas is coming. What better gift than to give the gift of education and investment advice for the paltry sum that we charge. But that's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great Monday. (laughs) 